it's so good to be here. So good to start this again. Uh, for a lot of you, you may you may have known that I've started this podcast a few years ago. Just want to take a little little time to address uh, why I took a break. Um, so I was recording this pod, uh, and I was doing everything. It was just me. I was a one man show. I was doing the recording, the editing, the posting, and doing all of that along with all of my other responsibilities. And it just became a lot, um, especially in the uh, the editing process. Um, and it just kind of burned me out along with, like I said, everything else that I was doing. So I took a break. Um, and coming into this year, in this new year, 2023, I started to list out a lot of the goals that I wanted to accomplish for this year. And uh, re-engaging with my podcast was one of those goals. So what I did was I engaged with a production team, got with the team. We sat, I discussed my vision for the pod. Uh, they bought into it, and here we are. So it's good to be back. Um, it's good to be doing the pod again, and I just want to welcome you to the Miles High Pod. Uh, so here at the Miles High Pod, as those of you who've heard me, but if you're here for the first time, my goal is to entertain, educate, and elevate you miles high above your fears, your doubts, and any limitations that you think may exist. Uh, we go through a lot in life, uh, and we... Uh, we, we encounter these, these developments, these changes in our lives, right? We were met with uh, success. We were met with some failures. And I just want to be a beacon of light and a beacon of hope uh, and a sounding board for a lot of people to uh, address a lot of these uh, successes and the failures that we experience in life. Uh, just, I want to give you my experiences. I want to give you my observations. Uh, I want to give you the lessons that I've learned. Um, to start off this podcast, I want to uh, just go back and just give a little bit of history of myself, a little bit of an introduction. So my name is Miles Monroe Jr. I am the son of the late Dr. Miles and Ruth Monroe. I was born and raised in Nassau, Bahamas. And the Bahamas is not in the United States. And the Bahamas is also not Jamaica. Okay. Uh, the Bahamas is a Caribbean country, uh, not in the Caribbean Sea, ironically enough. We're, we're about 30 minutes away, 30 minutes off the coast of South Florida, uh, or Miami, as the Bahamians would say. Uh, but we're a, a small country, but we, 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 we give a big impact in the world. You know, I think we're one of the most, uh, one of the top destinations for tourism, uh, especially U.S. tourists and uh, European tourists. I'm proud to say that uh, as much as my friends and some of my family may think I don't love the country, I actually do love the Bahamas. The Bahamas is a beautiful place. And I think because I'm able to travel so much, I'm able to appreciate the Bahamas every time I get back to it. Uh, but I was born and raised here. Um, again, born and raised the son of Dr. Miles and Ruth Monroe. If you don't know who Miles and Ruth Monroe is, uh, my dad was a, a super popular, uh, super celebrated uh, po local pastor here in the U.S., but he was a motivational speaker, a consultant, uh, but also celebrated around the world. Uh, they, my dad grew to uh, some popularity in his, in his ministry. He was, a, a, like I said, a local, a local pastor, but he was also a, a consultant, a motivational speaker. He, he did a lot of things. He authored books. Uh, he traveled the world doing what he loved to do, and, and that was helping people. And he gained some notoriety with that, right? So as a young, as a young lad, so I like to call myself as a young lad, I, uh, I found it difficult being Miles Monroe's son. Uh, it was actually something that I, I, I really didn't like. Um, 
it was just, it, it was a lot of expectations, a lot of, I, th I call it pressure that was placed on me uh, growing up being his kid. And I think a lot of people just expected me to, you know, talk a certain way, dress a certain way, act a certain way. And because I am so against the grain, I, I kind of pushed back, pushed back on that a lot. Um, and I think, you know, as most, you know, young kids and teenagers do, we, we tried to go, we, we want to do our own thing, right? We, we see our own way in life and we don't want to stick to the status quo for the most part. And I think for me, it was difficult uh, with those expectations that were placed on me. So it caused me to rebel a lot. Uh, I didn't like going out or, or being out with my dad, being seen with him um, because of those expectations. I, I didn't like uh, people referring to me as Miles Monroe. Uh, it, it was difficult to hear because, you know, once someone says it, there's always someone that's going to turn around and look and be like, oh, look, there's Miles over there, Miles, Miles, Miles Monroe's son. There he is. <laughs> you know, so it, it was something that was, it, it took a lot of getting used to for me. And I think going into my, my teenage years, I started to like super rebel um, and just, you know, it, I think it, it strained the relationship that I had with uh, my dad. Um, and not, not because of him, I think it was just my own selfish reasons and, you know, just me wanting to do my own thing, you know, and, and kind of stay out of the shadow of, of Miles Monroe and try, just try to figure out who Chara was. Um, so, you know, graduated high school. Um, my dad told me, but my dad gave me an opportunity. I said, I'm going to call it. He gave me an opportunity to go to R. Roberts University, which is his alma mater, um, I actually think he wanted me to go to ORU because of the structure that ORU had, right? So ORU is, is this university, or was this university that had uh, dress code, it had curfew, it had a lot of rules that you that students could and couldn't do on campus. So it wasn't like your average uh, college or university um, that most teenagers or young adults would attend, right? And for me, I was hoping for the college experience where, you know, you get to party a little bit, get some co-ed dorms, you, you know, you got all these things that the expectation of college is, and ORU is the exact opposite, right? But in hindsight, I think it was a good thing for me. I think I needed that, that structure. I think I needed that discipline. And obviously, my dad felt the same. So, you know, went to ORU, did a, uh, my bachelor's in international business with a minor in Spanish, graduated from ORU, moved back home for a year and actually worked. Um, I wanted to get... A little bit of work experience, so I, I worked at a local uh, investment bank here. Um, had a conversation with my dad, and he was like, "You know, I think you should go go off and do your masters." And I was like, "All right, cool. I, I you know, I'm I'm game. I'm, I'm I'll do it." So I went off to uh, FDU, Fairleigh Dickinson University in, in New Jersey. Um, did my masters in entrepreneurial studies, um, and th that was, I think, a very unique decision for me. I remember as a as a young boy growing up. I was very intrigued about the, the topic of business. Like I saw myself being business oriented, business minded, interested in like a lot of things that were business related. And I remember like when my family, family and I would travel or when we would go around town in the Bahamas, I would see all these companies with like these names on them, right? So in the Bahamas, we have like Kelly's, we have like Super Value, all of these large business establishments. Uh, for those of you in the U.S., you could relate to uh, companies like Walmart, 
uh, like Target, like Dillard's, like all of these, these large companies that have been around for some time. And me, when I was young, initially I thought, you know, someone started a business and just thought of a name and, you know, named the business that name. But as I grew older, I started to realize that these were actually family names. Um, and as I started to get a, gain a better understanding of this, the type of family businesses that were created and how long they were created, you know, I started to dream about doing that one day, you know, and creating a business with my family name and making it a brand that is going to, that could be recognized globally, right? So went to do my master's uh, in, uh, with a focus in entrepreneurial studies. And after I did my master's, I uh, was looking for a job. I had no intentions of moving back to the Bahamas. My goal was to uh, find a lady find a job and start a family. Those were the, those were the goals. I, I just wanted to land a good job, find a nice, you know, nice, nice biddy. We call them biddies in the Bahamas, but a nice, beautiful female, right? Start a beautiful family and enjoy my life um, somewhere in the U.S. But as things worked, as things panned out, you know, that didn't happen. Um, wasn't able to land a job. That's, that was around a time when the job market kind of was in turmoil. Um, my dad was even assisting me in trying to find a job. And I, I was in a job hunt for about, I want to say, eight or nine months. Um, and then one day my dad called me and he was like, you know, we've been trying to get you a job for quite some time. Uh, what do you think about, you know, coming home and working with, the, working with me, working with the family business? And, man, the minute he said that, like, my mind went directly back to me as a, a, a young boy, um, seeing those businesses with the family names on them. And I was like, yo, this is the opportunity. Like, this is a step in that direction to the dream that I had in bringing that to fruition. Uh, so I, I didn't hesitate in making the decision. As much as I initially didn't want to move back to the Bahamas, I did see at that point the, the importance or the, the advantage in moving home uh, to work with my dad to establish that foundation and build off our, um, our family name and, you know, build the businesses and stuff that my dad had started, you know, be, become a part of that and managing it and growing it. Um, so moved back home, uh, worked with my dad for about five years. Uh, it started off a little shaky. Um, I think both he and I are, <clears throat> especially me, I'm, I'm strong-willed, right, and a bit hard-headed at, at times. Uh, so we, we kind of butt head a lot, butt heads a lot. But um, I think eventually I, I started to realize that I needed to take a step back. And my dad had a conversation with me and he was just like, you know, you, you just need to chill and relax and observe, like be more observant than, than boisterous, right? And just uh, th listen more and talk less. And I think th that, that advice helped me in the process of transitioning, like coming from school uh, coming back to the Bahamas to work with my dad and, and getting acclimated to uh, working with him, working in the business. Um, and then, f you know, since that point, I decided that, you know, I wanted him to mentor me. Um, and he became a, a, a true life mentor to me. You know, my dad was my, my father, obviously, my entire life. But it wasn't until that point in my life that he truly became a mentor, taught me everything that I am able to uh, share with you guys throughout this process of, the, of this pod. Um, 
<clears throat> observed him in, in different settings, wearing different hats, uh, the, the way that he maneuvered in different spaces and, and the success that he had with those movements, uh, it intrigued me. And I, I was just excited to be a fly on the wall in a lot of those rooms and just to be able to observe, you know, how he <clears throat> was able to just move um, in, in these different spaces, in these different circles. Um, so, you know, for me, be, being able to work with my dad, I think, and uh, well, being able to move home and then ask my dad to become my mentor, I think those were the two biggest decisions I've made in my entire life. Um, because, you know, obviously at the time I, I didn't know what was happening, but I was being prepared for, you know, 2014. And for those of you that don't know, in, in November 2014, my parents passed. And it was unexpected, something that I had never really thought of. Um, and it, it just, it, it, it took me for a loop, right? And it, it kind of destroyed my whole mindset of uh, who I was and, and what I was supposed to be doing. Uh, and it was a tough time for me. Um, but I think the process of the, the, the mentorship that I experienced with my dad, along with him teaching me and, and teaching others, you know, these different life principles. Um, I think all of that assisted me in getting to the point that I am today. And I'm just happy I'm able to share that with you. Uh, and that brings me to what I wanted to discuss today, right? So <clears throat> in me moving home, uh, deciding to work with my dad, I discovered a lot about myself and why I was placed on this earth. Uh, and, you know, life is all about discovery, right? And really understanding who we are and why we're here. You know, there are five important questions that everyone needs to ask themselves and everyone needs to answer. <clears throat> Those questions are, uh, who am I? Where am I from? Where am I going? What can I do? And why am I here? The five most important questions you can ever answer, that you can ever ask yourself and that you can ever answer. Uh, the most of the most important of those, in my opinion, is the why, right? The why for your life. What's what's the reason that I, that I was placed on this earth? What, what's the reason uh, that I'm living and breathing and going through life? Uh, I think I think that we sometimes don't understand how important it is to try and discover our purpose from an early age. Um, not that it's the the detriment of our lives, right, is not something that is, uh, is detrimental if we don't. But I feel like it's something that we, uh, if we're able to do as early as possible, it, it would benefit us, right? Um, and in discovering our purpose, there are some things that, you know, we should keep in mind. Uh, I, get, I get the question a lot of, you know, how do I discover my purpose? Or what, what is it or what can I do to just understand or answer the question of why? Uh, why am I here? What's what's my purpose? So purpose is the is the, the why is the most important thing. Um, and I, I feel like as we go through life and, and we try to make this discovery, there are a couple of things that we need to uh, be aware of. Right. So in discovering purpose or identifying a purpose, there are there are key elements about ourselves that we need to pay attention to. And those are the things that we're good at, which in, involves our skills, our potential uh, and then the things that we're passionate about, which is our desires and the things that we like to do. Um, I always say that 
the easiest thing or the easiest way or one of the easiest ways to discover your purpose is to really find the, the thread that connects, you know, your likes and your passion, the, the, your skills and the things that you like to do. What, what's the thread that connects those, right? The, the common denominator. For me, it was business. Um, I'm a very business-oriented, business-minded person. Everything I, I do, every, everything I think about involves uh, some type of, of business mindset. Uh, for you, it may be, uh, you know, you're an athlete, a great athlete. You may be a great speaker. You may be a, a great singer, a good musician. Uh, all of that, those skill sets in, involves the reason why you're here. Um, and I think it'll be, it'll be great for you to develop those skills, continue to work on them, better yourselves, uh, go to classes, get certifications, uh, gain some, uh, some experience in, in the different fields of your skill sets. And then when it comes to uh, displaying those gifts, you know, do as much as you can to get your gifts out, right? So if it's singing, you know, start singing in your local church or at your local school or for in front of your friends even, right? They think your friends would be your biggest critique. They're going to be like, nah, bro, that's, that's not for you. Or, you know, maybe you should try a different, uh, <laughs> a different skill set or whatever, right? They're going to be brutally honest at, at some point, hopefully. Um, but keeping, keeping in mind that there's not only one thing that we were placed there to do, or there's not only one skill set that you may have. Um, and, in, and just identifying all of those skill sets and then, a, and then uh, finding the common denominator between the two. And then there may be those individuals who you found your, the thing that you're good at, your, your skill set, right? And you're successful in it. Uh, but it doesn't bring you, uh, it, it doesn't please you. Like there is still feel like there is something missing. Um, to, to, to those individuals, I, I want to say that you, you need to think more about not what you can take out of or use from or take from your skill sets, but how much you can plant into someone else. Uh, what is it that you can do to give, give yourself away? Uh, I think it's important that we try to leave a mark, um, leave our mark here. Uh, the, the world that we live in now gives us a lot of different platforms to do that. You know, these, this, it's, this podcast, for example, this, this is a way that I want to leave a mark. I, I want to give my experiences, give the lessons that I've learned, give some advice, um, you know, and just, 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 just give myself away. I, I don't want to die with all of these, uh, the, the learning that I've, that I've experienced, the education that I've had, the information that I've been able to, to take in over these years. You know, I, I want to leave some of that uh, here, leave some of that with uh, everyone, um, uh, for my kids to watch, for their kids to watch. Uh, and I think that, you, you know, you, you guys should do the same. It's, it's important that we continue uh, to better ourselves. I don't think we should ever think that we know everything. Continue to learn continue to develop, uh, be aware of the stages that we are in our lives as we transition uh, each year, uh, and just be adamant about uh, staying, staying c continuing to be a student. Uh, I think that's most important. Um, so yeah, I, I, I want to talk to those individuals who, you know, you, you, you've discovered your skill set, you're good at what you do. Um, but there is, you, you still feel like an emptiness to you. Um, I think to fill that emptiness, you need to uh, first fill someone else up. Like give, 
sacrifice yourself, give more of yourself. I think a lot of times we use our skill set to take away, right? We we earn the money we want to earn, we, we get the house we want to get, we drive the cars we want to drive, and those are just tangible things, right? But I think we should be depositing things into the lives of other individuals. And I think the more we deposit, the more we get out of life. Uh, ironic, ironic how that works, right? Where you're giving yourself away, but at the same time, you're filling yourself up. Um, and I, I guarantee you it's, it's, going to, it's going to click at some point, right? It doesn't matter how successful you, successful you are, uh, the money is, is fleeting, right? The, the friends that come with it is fleeting. There has to be purpose to it. And I think once you discover that purpose uh, and you start depositing more into individuals than you take out of the world, uh, you're going to be a much more rounded, a much more well-rounded, much more fulfilled person. Um, and I've, I've, seen, I've seen it happen, and I've, I've experienced it for myself as well. And this is, this is why I'm, I'm trying to use all these, these mediums and these platforms to deposit as much as I can into others. Um, I don't want to take away from uh, the world more than I should be giving to it. Um, and, and that's one of the, the key principles that I try to remind myself of um, on a daily basis. Uh, so in, in discovering purpose, try to deposit more uh, than you credit into yourself. Um, and I think you know, that's, that's where we get to talking about legacy. And that's a topic we're going to get to uh, later on down in, in these episodes of this pod. And I'm super excited as we progress through all of these episodes. And I hope that you stick and stay with me um, as we go through this process. Okay, so we got to the point of the show now where I, I leave you with something to think about. Uh, I call this segment of the show my milestones. Um, and I feel like I have to explain the meaning of milestones, right? Because I said this name to my production team, and everyone was like, ah, I don't really get it. And I was like, guys, it's a play off my name. My name is Miles. A milestone is like a gem or something that you can leave it. You know, I, they're, they're slow. Hopefully you guys aren't. But I guess I wanted to explain that for everyone. Um, so the milestone for today is a purpose life is less about self-satisfaction and more about self-sacrifice. And what that simply means is I, I want you to focus more on what you're sacrificing for in your life than what you're using to satisfy yourself. So we should always be more concerned about the, the sacrifices we're making or the deposits we're making than what we're taking out of life and how we're satisfying ourselves. Uh, I think as, as the, the more um, open we are to giving ourselves away, the more we're filled because of what we're depositing into others, okay? All right, so we come to the end of this particular episode. Um, just remember that I'm going to be doing this on a weekly basis. You're going to get weekly pods from me. I'm going to give a lot of insight. Again, I'm here to uh, entertain, educate, and elevate you miles high above uh, your affairs, your doubts, and any limits you think exist. Because they don't, and I hope to encourage you to believe that as much as you can. All right, stay blessed. <laughs>